This episode of the No Film School podcast and all our coverage of South by Southwest 2019 is brought to you by Black Magic Design. Hey everybody, this is John Fusco and you're listening to the No Film School podcast. This week on the No Film School podcast, we're going to talk about one of the most largely undiscussed nuances of filmmaking, the betrayal of masturbation on film, specifically of the female kind. Yes, God, Yes is a film unlike any you've ever seen before. In it, a Catholic teenager in the early O's discovers masturbating and struggles to suppress her new urges on a religious retreat. But this ain't no American Pie satire. Writer-director Karen Maine, who you may know as half of the writing team from 2014's indie hit Obvious Child, truly brings us inside the mind of female adolescence. Much of this ability is due to the fact that she lived through this experience as a teen herself. As I learned when I sat down with Maine and her cast at South by Southwest earlier this month, however, it was the director's openness to collaborate with her talented young leads that truly sealed the deal. The cast is led by a standout performance from Natalia Dyer, who shows she clearly deserves more complex roles than the archetypal bonds of Stranger Things' Nancy Wheeler. Dyer joins us on the show today, along with Timothy Simons, perhaps best known for his role as Jonah Ryan from Veep, and talented newcomers Francesca Rial, Alicia Bowe, and Wolfgang Novogratz. We talk about building an atmosphere on set comfortable enough to avoid the pitfalls of the typical coming-of-age story, and lots and lots about masturbation. Enjoy. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, hey guys, it's John here, and I'm here with like the majority of Yes God Yes. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and let you guys introduce yourselves so that the uh, listeners can get familiar with your voice. Hi, I'm Wolfgang Novogratz, and I play Chris. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Francesca Rialli, and I play Laura. Uh, I'm Natalia Dyer, and I play Alice. I'm Alicia Bow. I play Nina. Hi, I'm Tim Simons, and I play Father Murphy. And I'm Karen Maid, I'm the writer-director. And so, Karen, I'm going to start with you. Why don't you uh, describe your uh, project a little bit and tell us about, like, how close to your real-life experience uh, this film actually is. So, Yes, God, Yes is about a young teenage girl growing up Catholic in the Midwest who discovers masturbating. And because she was is told it's a sin, feels very guilty and distraught and ashamed about it um, and tries to redeem herself on this religious retreat that her school puts on. Um, but in the end gets the ultimate release that she needs. I won't say what that is. You can see the film. Um, and yeah, it's, I'd say about, I mean, I grew up Catholic in Iowa and went to Catholic school and was taught all these things. And a lot of the lines in the film were actually said to me uh, by my teachers or my peers, um, including the microwave oven line. Which, what, is, which is, can you give us my, that analogy? My sex ed was taught by a deacon uh, who, he was... He, he was so, okay, so his thing was that he'd be like, I, he in college had had an affair with a married woman and thought that was like a, his moment of repentance and like where he saw the light with God and he'd always talk about it. And he also would walk up and down the rows of the desks with a framed photo of Jesus's face with the crown of thorns on it. So there was blood dripping down his face and he'd thrust it in our faces and be like, think about what he sacrificed for you when you go out this weekend and party and drink. So that's, this is who this guy was. I just wanted to paint the picture. But uh, he um, would tell us that women are like uh, conventional ovens and men are like microwave ovens in terms of how quickly they get turned on, which you know, immediately tells a woman that she shouldn't get turned on quickly or else she's doing something unnatural, which like if I see something sexy, I'm like, whoop, you know, like it's like a light switch. So 
I felt really bad about that at the time. But yeah, about 80% of it, I'd say, is is true based off my actual life. But a lot of it is dramatized as well. And you got out of Iowa um, after the whole incident in the film happened. Um, can you talk a bit about how you got the, the journey you took from Iowa to the point where you were able to make this film today? Did you go to film school? Uh, was no it? film school. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's okay if you did. No, I didn't. Okay, well, I great. didn't. That's why I love no film school. And I've, I've used uh, the website as school before. Um, but yeah, I find it very helpful. Um, so... When I was about 17, a senior in high school, I started getting rebellious because I met a group of friends who were like, this is so silly. They're like, we listen to the Beatles, you know, like stupid (laughs) stuff like that. (laughs) And I was like, ooh, cool. Like I got really into the Beatles and and wore hemp necklaces and started smoking (laughs) weed. Um, But they like were like, oh, I'm going to go to school in New York and I'm going to go to school in San Francisco. And I was like, oh, you can do that? Like I just assumed I'd go to Iowa State, um, which is where my brother went and, you know, where everybody I knew went. Um, And I was like, oh, I can go outside of the state. And so I knew I wanted to move to New York. So it took me a while, but I eventually went to the new school um, in, yeah, in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And what did you study there? I studied essentially like English degree. It was a nonfiction writing concentration. Um, And that's actually where I first wrote the essay, I wrote an essay about the retreat Alice goes on in the film, which is in real life called Kairos. And everyone in my class is like, that's really fucked up and weird. And I was like, oh, I should tell this story to a wider audience. And then I, you know, threw in masturbation. And <laughs> it was a great, a great story. So then why film? Like, why did that story, why did you think that that would be best translated on film? I find writing prose really difficult because it's so finite and it never what I really love about filmmaking is it's so transformative from the script to the shoot to the edit like there's so many moving parts in the film changes so much from so many people's influence on you know the actors the crew the editor everyone has a sort of stake in it um and I think every film is an adaptation of the script if that makes sense because they never you know they're two completely different things and I guess writing prose is so final, it kind of terrifies me. I like that it moves on once you shoot. Yeah, and it's still moving after that in a yeah, sense, you know. totally. Um, do you have any advice? I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are in similar situations as you were kind of in the Midwest, not on a coast, uh, that want to make movies. What would you say to them right now? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would leave if you can. <laughs> <laughs> but don't, but don't embrace but also embrace where you're from because I think my upbringing was really unique and uh not everybody's experienced it and I think that gives me something to say yeah uh so yeah you don't have to leave actually just but it's good to experience things so travel I don't know (laughs) (laughs) stupid advice (laughs) wear sunscreen (laughs) like what the fuck (laughs) sorry sorry um so then you know this is a coming of age movie essentially and a lot of uh coming of age movies fall into this trap where it's just like adults looking back on their past and uh it becomes sort of overly nostalgic and not how like kids actually talk how they actually experience things it's sort of like a reflection of what they idolize their childhood to be like um can you talk about how you avoided those pitfalls because I don't think your film does that I just tried to be really honest um I was very aware of not making like 
the early aughts, late 90s, when the film is set too prevalent and obvious and in your face in the film. Um, and I also really tried to make the sexuality in it kind of, I don't know if gross is the right word, but just like not sexy. Like when you're that age, like you get turned on, but it's not like, you know, love making. You know what I mean? It's like, like all the gross, there's a lot of gross food in the film. And I, that was really intentional. Um, there's a scene where Natalia's character, Alice, like grabs a fistful of really gross, mushy drain food. And then there's like a sexual scene right after it. And that was really deliberate. Uh, I also saw Call Me By Your Name, which was a great film, but like before we started shooting this and I thought the food in that film was so sexualized, like the egg yolk dripping out of the egg and stuff. And I was like, that's not how I remembered my teenage sexuality. <laughs> I remember like much grittier and grosser and just like, yeah, eating Cheetos and then touching yourself kind of stuff. <laughs> Well, it also like, you know, your your film deals with sexuality in a way that also doesn't like uh, make it American pie. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like we're we're treating masturbation in such a way where it's like jokey. And um, I really appreciated that. Um, but I actually wanted to open up that same question uh, about sort of avoiding these pitfalls of like playing what adults think children are to you guys um, and how you were able to sort of avoid uh, doing that. And I'm talking to the cast, by the way, since no one is actually able to see me pointing. But. Tim, how did you avoid those? <laughs> no, you guys start. You guys start. Oh, as the child, as the youngest member of this cast, yeah, maybe I should start. I would say, yeah, I mean, kind of what Karen was talking about and just I feel like it's so often, even, you know, if female sexual pleasure or masturbation um is depicted I feel like a lot of times it's still you know for the male gaze or like for you know a woman pleasuring herself is supposed to be sexy but it's so nice to you know to come at that from a different angle and be like it's not about being sexy it's about you know just figuring yourself out and exploring yourself and I think that's one really nice thing what this film does well, I think um, what you pointed out, kind of not falling into the pitfalls of an American Pie or a super baddest, I think having Karen and Karen having a very specific vision of, you know, obviously there is a lot of his autobiographical, but she knew exactly the tone that she wanted. And I think, you know, seeing it uh, with an audience as well, they really saw, you know, there's some light moments and some really perverted and raunchy moments. And then, you know, it really comes together nicely as well at the end without kind of hitting you over the head of like this is the message it's like no it's it's kind of just uh simplifying and trying to say that you know we're more alike than we think we are you know we've seen guys masturbation movies you know scenes in so many movies and uh you know why not treat women the same way yeah and um i also think that there's something to be said that you know, we've been saying it all day and we've been hearing it all day that there really isn't a movie like this that has been made prior to this, especially for young girls. And so even in reading the script, I was definitely like, wow, the reason I was so drawn to it is because, you know, I, I kind of discovered those parts of my body and masturbation as far as being a woman much later in my life um, because it just wasn't brought up. So I felt it was very easy to avoid those tropes because there's still topics that I myself am working towards being more comfortable talking about and opening up about. And I think we're finally entering a period where we're pushing women to be more vocal and accept themselves and accept their bodies. But 
again, we're still working towards it. So it's nice to that Karen is helping the cause. Yeah, I mean, I when I was writing up questions for this last night, I was even like, oh, this is kind of taboo. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. how quickly can I start talking about masturbation with like six people that I haven't right met before? Bat, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, but I mean, while we're on the topic, like, you know, there's there's a lot, I feel like there's a lot of similarities in shooting sex scenes and masturbation scenes, or maybe there should be where there's like the ma- the masturbation is taken as seriously as the sex scenes. Um, was how did you guys uh, sort of foster this attitude on set where uh, you everyone was comfortable like talking and not just <laughs> shooting? I, I was telling a story last night. This is Tim for <laughs> people that are listening. The uh, that I think like the first like the first or second day on set was the scene where um, where I have, where I have to masturbate, and to have like I mean just the levels of repression that we are fighting through as somebody who ended up in comedy, and that's a whole fucking thing. And then also uh, Karen, who grew up in the way that she did, and having those two people have to communicate with one another as how to accurately portray masturbation was was something to fight through because it just like you know she, she was being very respectful and ran an incredible set but also had to convey information which is like we need some more shoulder <laughs> and it's all it was kind of always presented as a a question like I have to say these words and like and it was just I think at some point I just called it out like I think like it's totally okay it's totally okay I think we can actually talk about this but no it's definitely hard to talk to about it since you know you're a man and i don't know how men masturbate i mean i've i've seen him i guess i've seen men masturbate (laughs) but i don't know it's just it is it's exactly it is exactly what you think it is and it is exactly as uncomplicated as you think it is it is the exact opposite of whatever you have experienced (laughs) with yourself well i needed yeah yeah well i i appreciate you saying that uh I, yeah, but also I think it was tricky because, you know, the character of the priest masturbating is like, he has to go to a a pretty weird place, I think, to be able to do that. Or like, if he's preaching one thing and knows it's wrong and it's still, do I mean, I think it's natural and normal. I have no issues with priests or popes for that matter masturbating. Um, Do you hear that, Pope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know he masturbates. He's a big listener, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> uh, you were talking about uh, that you were okay with the Pope or priest's masturbation. No, yeah, that's what made me lose my train of thought. Oh, okay. Going to that dark place. Oh, well, just the priest. Yeah, the priest, I think it, it's tricky for him to, it's a very shameful place that he has to go to, I think, to do that. Um, so, yeah, Tim did a really great job with that. Was there any, you, I, I was at the screening last night and I stayed for the talk back, and it seems like most of the sex stuff went on like the first day or two or am I, am I wrong about that ish the final scene was shot but the final day as mm. the last scene that we shot so was, i think the kissing scene was tor- towards the end as well okay yeah the erection and there's just that. so much that it's all spread out you know there's <laughs> yeah the blowjob was the first day for me but like it was your i love that scene. it was I my no very first scene <laughs> it was my very first scene i there i'm like John Henry, I was the actor, and I'm like, hi, I'm Alicia, nice to meet you. And then we're just, like, I'm just making out with him and sucking his penis. 
Well, not really, but it's not a porno we're making. Anyway, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Alicia actually left. She just got up and walked out the door. Alicia slowly moves to the door. (laughs) And she does always narrate in third person. (laughs) Well, but everyone seemed so comfortable on set. Was there anything, like, that uh, Karen did to really, like help you uh, honestly her being for me it's like her being a a woman Mm -hmm. really just it makes it so I've had directors male directors like direct me in a sex scene and it's terrible Mm -hmm. it really is because they're like sweetie just like arch your back more you look better that way Mm -hmm. and it's like you know Anyway, as I was saying, Alicia flipped her hair just a moment ago. <laughs> and it just—it made it. I just felt comfortable and safe. Not still. Um, I was gonna say though, for the kissing scene, you know, for that, I had to wear. Uh, yeah. I had oh. to wear uh, a, a jock strap and a dildo, oh, and yeah? on these very. T- what color was the dildo? It was blue, yeah. and um, <laughs> no hesitation. By the way, it's, it's still haunting me in my dreams. Uh, no, but um, you know, walking, you know, to the set of you know wearing these very tight sweatpants, I was like nervous and embarrassed, but. The way kind of Karen handled it with just such, you know, it's going to be a funny scene. Like you mm-hmm. see, he gets up and oh, he's got a direction. And uh, I think we just tried to go for, you know, what would that really be like for somebody like Chris, who's mm-hmm. like, worst nightmare is that. And uh, that then the comedy will come out of that. Yeah, I mean, so. I think that the humor like didn't come from the gross out like boner. It came from what Natalia was right. doing to your character. So. I also think there's something really special because a lot of, I feel like a lot of times when you have like a sex scene or something, uh, you know, in a film, it's like, it serves a very particular purpose, but to come onto the set, having Karen, having the script, having everyone kind of on the same page, I think led to kind of a way more open discussion about it and just kind of frankness mm-hmm. and acceptance. That was really, I don't know. It was really nice. It's it kind of nice just to be able to talk about, you know, cause you don't, don't you don't do that (laughs) and as the character who had the most sex in the scene (laughs) me (laughs) i'm just kidding i did nothing um (laughs) i just just you know i think we all just you know we became a pretty close-knit family really quick and that really had to do with karen's just attitude on set you know she never acted holier than thou Mm. (laughs) haha pun um and she uh, and she kind of just you know she welcomed everyone very very openly and she she was very open to share her stories with us like in between takes she'd be like this is like kind of what I was really going through and have you guys ever done this and just really make it this very safe comfortable family space there is a thing that happened that I think that I that I really liked and I think it just sort of generally it's like one of the things I like about uh, about working on movies is that sometimes some shit that you decide very early ends up sort of dovetailing into something that happens late in a way that you don't you don't expect and that actually goes back to, to that masturbation scene which was we had that conversation about him coming in and cleaning up his desk and as part of sort of the awkwardness about like he was about to do something he was he didn't like so he makes this sort of even if it's an unconscious sort of like getting the rest of his shit in order that then like on one of my last days which was like the gift bearing mm-hmm. I just was just kind of setting up the thing and Karen came up and was like, you're doing the exact same thing, but in this, like it was just one of those things, I don't know, I think just to, there's something sort of about the creation of these things 
that I really like the conversation that comes out of them and the way that they ultimately end up sort of fitting together in a great way. Um, that does also come from having a director who's open to those things. Yeah. They, they, I feel like even if you don't mean to, they just kind of happen if you have a director who's open to them happening. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. It, it seems like, you know, from what I've heard, you know, in the past 15 minutes that you're in incredibly uh, collaborative director with actors, which I think is something that, you know, is thrown away a lot by uh, direct up, up and coming directors more concerned with the look of the film or like, uh, I guess, like greater uh, loftier ambitions. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of directing experience, but I would just think you have to be. I mean, for me, especially with this film, it's just so character driven and you have to at some point allow the actors to take the characters and make them you know who they are um, because they're embodying them and they're representing them um, so yeah I was I was totally into that and I was really lucky to have such an amazingly talented cast who just like knocked it out of the ballpark every fucking take because and I have to say we shot on a very tight schedule so if any of you were any less talented the movie would be terrible <laughs> because we didn't have a lot of time and so how, how many days was 16 it? days of shooting wow. 16 like, doesn't, when yeah, you look I back like I was only like, there wow. for like 12 though right <laughs> it was very quick yeah so they're immensely talented. Great. Well, I'm, on that note, we got to wrap up. I could talk with you guys about, you know, masturbation, I guess, all day. But uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's end it there. <laughs> you also just have a phenomenal <laughs> podcast. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I think he's honestly. Jeez. Good voice for it. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, Yes, God, Yes is the movie, and I'm sure you'll be seeing it soon. So thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the No Film School podcast on whatever podcast platform you use. I'm John Fusco. I have about nine more episodes left to host for you guys, and there's tons of great content coming out uh, in those episodes from South by Southwest. They'll be coming out every Monday. Be sure not to miss any. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jim underscore John underscore Jim. You can follow No Film School at No Film School, and be sure to check out the site every day for news and tips and tools concerning the education of filmmaking. See you next Monday.